0: blog talk radio
1: Good morning, and I would like to welcome everyone from around the world to come and listen to our divine service of the Spiritual Path Church. We are so happy that you have come to join us this morning, and we hope that you find something that will give you peace from this divine service. So now I would like to turn the program over to Reverend Marilyn Fair.
2: Thank you. Good morning, everyone. I'm going to start with the healing prayer. Divine Spirit, please send the light of protection to all that need healing here and around the world. We ask that you stay near to us, keeping us safe. We ask that your light shine down upon us, giving us the strength and faith to overcome the obstacles that were placed on our path. Divine Spirit, we ask that you send healing to those who are in need of help today. We ask that your healing light surrounds us and makes us whole again. Let your light, love, and power restore us to perfect health. Amen. Now I want you to think of a loved one, a friend, a relative, or even your pet that might need healing today. You may also want to send healing out to the world. At this time, you may send healing to everyone, risking their own lives to save others. You may need healing today yourself. Now, as you are sending healing, or asking for healing for yourself. Know that your healing thoughts matter. Know that you matter. You may now think of them in yourself as safe, protected, and healed. Know that the universe, the divine, surrounds them, protects them, and keeps them safe, as well as yourself. Know that you are loved. Know that your loved ones, friends, relatives, pets, and the world are surrounded by God's love. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about John Brittonell a spiritual healer. His first demonstration of spiritual healing was in 1948. A year later, he created the Essex Healers Association. He was also chairman of the National Federation of Spiritual Healers until his death in 1957. He helped at the Royal Festival Hall meeting, where Harry Edwards gave a healing demonstration. Britnell was responsible for having 60 white-coated healers on the platform to supply psychic power, and played an essential part in the demonstration. Now, after his death, John Brittonell spoke at his own memorial service to Ursula Roberts while she was in trance. He was having difficulty connecting with Ursula Roberts. Brittonell said it was far easier to pass from this life than to communicate and speak a medium. He did say that he hoped the National Federation would continue on. Britnell also said through Ursula Roberts, I shall not be far away. I shall be present with you at all times when I am needed. Harry Edwards always called him a saint. Britnell replied to Edwards saying, do not call me a saint. I never was a saint. Am, and I am not one now. I was just an ordinary man, and that is how I would like you to remember me. Britnell was given the British Empire Medal for starting the first aid movement in the post office. John Britnell also founded the Bristol Society of Spiritual
1: Healing. Thank you. Now I would like to turn the service over to Reverend Pam Lemon for the address.
0: Thank you, Reverend Karen. Today, I would like to talk about our fifth principle of spiritualism, personal responsibility. The material I gathered comes from the book, The Philosophy of Spiritualism. Beginning out, we review the seven principles of spiritualism as written in that book. They are the fatherhood of God, the brotherhood of man, the communion of spirits, and the ministry of angels, the continuous existence of the human soul, personal responsibility, compensation, and retribution hereafter for all good and evil deeds done on earth. And finally, the seventh principle, eternal progress, open to every human soul. So in looking at our fifth principle, personal responsibility, there is a lot of information I can share with you today. When we start with the first principle, we know that spiritualists accept a supreme power as central to our religious philosophy. The remaining principles demonstrate how spiritualists define the relationship between the supreme power and its creations. And so our principles define what we follow as the laws of existence and the rights of every living being. Personal responsibility is that we accept our actions during our physical lives as a key indicator of who and what we are. The quality of the person, both character and spirit, is a combination of what we do and what we think while on our earthly journey. This combination is our spiritual identity. What we are as soul and spirit is what we take to the spirit world after we pass on. Everything we make of ourselves in this life combines into our spiritual evolution. In the words of Marilyn Autry from her book, River of Life, You are the artist painting your picture of life. You paint each and every stroke of that picture. Just one stroke of the brush could change your life. We all face challenges in life. Sometimes, no matter how positive we think, challenges will still come. As I told my children when they were growing up, it's not the challenges you are facing so much, but how you respond to them that matters. It took me a while to learn that, final, that principle myself. Because it's easy to react to words, to actions, to thoughts. We have to think about what, we, what the words we are saying. Although our fifth principle refers to personal responsibility. It does not mean that we can disregard the effect of our actions and words having on others, even if we're satisfied with our own behavior. We must be aware that although we work to further our own personal cause, it may be detrimental to others. Divine law, which operates throughout the universe, is unchangeable and inescapable. One aspect of divine law is the law of cause and effect, which is easily understood by the phrase, as you sow, so shall you reap. If we live by divine law and accept personal responsibility, we are more likely to make decisions for the right reasons. If we accept that humankind is, that the, is at the apex of a creation on earth, we also accept that humankind has a special role to play. People have the ability to reason, make logical decisions, and then take the required action. Thus, each person has been given rights, the counterbalance of which is responsibility. Each person carries personal responsibility. And although it can be a heavy burden to carry at times, in the long term, it is rewarding. Although the challenges of life test our physical, mental, and emotional strengths to the limit, it's how we respond to them that forms our spiritual self. During our lifetime, in times of moral and spiritual crisis, the decisions we make and the actions we take are directly related to our spiritual growth. If personal responsibility allows us to recognize our strengths and weaknesses, along with our successes and failures, and our lives are truly under our control. But much of our life is shaped by how, by how we were brought up and which standards were instilled in us as children. Those same characteristics could be what we instilled in our children. We don't know how many generations into the future those things we were taught and in turn taught our children, may continue to have an effect. We touch many more lives than we know, both in the present and the future. Throughout our lives, we make decisions and take actions because it is our personal responsibility. Excuse me. Although we can see the outcome of many of them, we will not know the effect other actions will have, especially the impact on others. Because of the gravity of our decisions and actions upon ourselves and others, it is important to think and consider before making choices and taking actions. We want to understand our motives and how our decisions and actions will affect others. It's comforting to know that spirit helpers will always be there to support us when we need help and encourage us to a better pathway. You only need to listen and ask your heart for the answer. Just listen. With our firmness of purpose and spiritual guidance, we will be able to achieve our true spiritual potential. Excuse me. Let us consider now the difference between personal decisions, which are comparatively limited in effect, with national or global decisions that affect whole populations. The more power and responsibility a person holds, the longer and harder it should be to prepare the mind to make decisions that will affect the people that they govern. There is always a great need for leaders to ensure that they make ethically and morally correct decisions when deliberating on national and international affairs. Although decision-making is important as a part of personal responsibility for leaders especially, the spoken word, including both the language and rhetoric, can have far-reaching effects on the lives of individuals, communities, and nations. The power of words to hurt or heal is immense and once uttered cannot be taken back. Everyone needs to be aware of the power of words and how positive or negative they can be. Supportive, inspiring words we say to others differ immensely from ill-chosen, angry outbursts. If we look again to the power of national leaders, we can see examples of heroic statesmen giving courage to their people in times of national distress. On the other hand, there are also cases where leaders with dubious intent have used disturbing rhetoric to incite their people to follow a morally questionable pathway. It is familiar to hear the phrase, the power of the spoken word, which must be used with great care and consideration by all, especially those who have leadership position and whose words can affect many others. As well as the spoken word, the written word is very important because it has the power to influence others in a positive or negative way. If we could generate positive thoughts of care, respect, and love only, then the world would be a better place than it is now. Our lack of understanding and wisdom means that it, such is an ideal and it's a hope for the future. The truth is that we all have thoughts influenced by preconceived ideas or a lack of knowledge and respect for others. The majority want to do what is right. But putting into practice higher ideals, it's not always easy. Humankind continues to be in a process of development. And in reality, we cannot say our decisions always reflect the highest and noblest ambitions but we are on a path to continue to reach out for the ultimate truth and divine enlightenment. Although we can strive to do the very best, keep in mind we are human with all the limitations to be expected in the physical state. Our incomplete knowledge and understanding of the divine spirit and those intentions for us mean that God will never condemn us to failure. Personal responsibility allows us to take control of our lives while keeping in mind we are all important in God's plan. Everyone is born into this life with a purpose. But to recognize that purpose and to do what is inherently right takes time and courage to implement. The concept of personal responsibility sets spiritualist philosophy apart from many other beliefs. By accepting that we sow what we, we reap moves us away from the idea that we can be redeemed from sin. We are not left at the mercy of a vengeful God, needing to be saved by some force that will intercede on our behalf. By accepting responsibility for what we do, say, and think, we accept the great respect that God has shown us and given us. This God of love, justice, and honor gave us these same qualities. We must understand that respect for ourselves, our fellow beings, and the divine spirit is the groundwork for our soul to progress. We can make decisions for only one life, our own, but personal progress is enhanced by the way we relate to others and interact with all we meet. And I would like to say on a personal level that as a spiritualist, one of the things that really spoke to me when I first joined the church was the fact that healing was always done first. And now you can hear Reverend Marilyn give the healing prayer and we ask to pray for everyone, to send healing to those first responders and those risking their lives. So I really believe that our spiritualist philosophy and the principles we follow spoke to my soul and that's why I feel so ha- uh, happy that I'm part of this program, that we can give you all messages that speak from the heart. Thank you, Reverend Karen, and God bless everyone.
1: Thank you, Reverend Pam. And now I will let, turn the service over to Reverend Ashley Ash. Thank you.
3: Oh God, supreme power, as we take personal responsibility as to whom we are and what we have done on this earth plane please allow us to consent with you god you have given us free will as humankind so please allow each of us to remember the cause and effect of divine law father god please allow us to be in harmony With your divine help. Helping each of us to understand. We are here in the present. To prepare ourselves. For a glorious birth. Of immortality to the summer land. Please allow the holy ministers of light. To guide each of us allowing us to choose the correct path to fulfill our purpose as we love one another. Allow our hearts and souls to become attuned as we become one. Open our minds to all struggles and challenges so we may find positivity in all the turmoil During our life experiences allow us to discover the messages we are to be receiving so we may grow as human beings and in spirit. Please help us to realize each action we take has a ripple effect knowing someone else will also be affected no matter how small our actions are. Please, please, Spirit, allow each of us to think positive thoughts before we speak, that our personal decisions are worthy to be spoken. If we think with love, before those words are spoken, Our words are powerful and are capable of providing encouragement and praise. Yet they are also capable of acting like a sword when spoken with anger. Infinite God force of love, please allow each of us to remember we are all equal And we are all connected to you, O God. We understand our soul never dies. And we are forever grateful. We understand we will not escape divine justice. And all our thoughts will remain intact when we transition to the next plane. A journey we all must take. Please, God, we ask that positive vibrations surround us all and holy thoughts remain in our minds. Allow us to find goodness, love, and beauty in all, giving us knowledge and wisdom so we may gradually advance higher as our heart grows richer, as we give willingly. May we bless each other first with love in our hearts. We thank you with gratitude that our loved ones in spirit are always near and you, God, infinite love, are always with us. Please bless each of us as we strive for spiritual upliftment. We thank you, God.
1: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Reverend Ash. As I was sitting here thinking about Pam talked about and thinking about spiritualism and how it has enriched my life, which it has, and now I'd like all you spiritualists out there to think about how spiritualism has enriched your life. And made you a better person. For spiritualists have fought for humanity and the gift the and to give the gift of healing to people around the world. They did many things for spiritualism, that interrupted things in their personal lives, but always had spiritualism in the forefront. So now you know I'd like all you spiritualists out there to think about how spiritualism has enriched your life. And send me emails on it at spiritualpath1 at yahoo.com. I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hear your stories. How becoming a spiritualist has changed you and how it has enriched your life. For we all know there were pioneers out there. Mary Vanderbilt. Leafy Anderson, Harry Edwards, many, many of them. The list goes on and on. And there are also spiritualists that you never heard about that go every Sunday to open up churches to get things ready for the divine service. The great healers of spiritualism, that they did it for love For to become a spiritualist. He's doing it out of love. So if you want to send me an email and tell me how it has enriched your life, I would enjoy hearing your story. Because it really enriched my life. And it put me on a different path. A path I thought I would never be on. But I'm glad I am on this path. Of being a spiritualist. So now I would like to end this service and God bless you all around the world. And remember, you are never alone. Never. And during the week, do something kind and gentle for somebody. It might be just one little thing, but this one little thing, do it with much love because you don't know who you're going to change. Out there. So, as I said, remember, you are never, never alone. And may you be the light that helps others see. God bless you all.